great. Perfect. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 11 of Practical Nonsense Podcast. Delightfully palindromic episode. We are united once again at time of recording the day before Thanksgiving here to give thanks for not being dead yet. Unless that's what we want, in which case we're here to be upset about the fact that we're not dead yet. Pray. Pray for death. (laughs) But death will not come. Uh, So I, uh, uh, Josh, I'm going to let you go first so you can get your, your, you know, most of your talking out of the way so you can take a break. Uh, But also mostly because um, I know, I know what Danny's been doing this past. Oh, okay. For the past week. Well, I mean, like I've had work stuff, uh, but (laughs) uh, since the last time we talked, I have changed. I'm, I'm working at a Best Buy now. Uh, that's oh, really? been fun. Yeah, I, I, apparently I didn't bring that up. I think I was working there, or I was in the process of transitioning there. But apparently I just didn't say anything about it. I don't. I no. I don't say stuff sometimes. No, when you say that's fun, I, obviously that's at least uh, somewhat sarcastic because nothing in customer service is fun. But yeah, do you, do you enjoy it more? Like actually. Uh Not really. <laughs> I enjoy I, fi- I enjoy getting paid fifteen dollars an hour more. I I bet. That's yeah, uh, like that's a one hundred and fifty percent analysis. Yeah. Yes. Um, what, but what as far as store? I was only getting paid like ten, I think maybe ten twenty five. I think I started at ten, and then over the two Fuck, years that's that I still wo- that bad. the two years that I was working there, um, they gave me a twenty five cent uh, pay increase. Now that is bad. Yeah, yeah so uh, I, I, maybe that is, and I don't <laughs> I know. I just feel like jobs should pay more. At well, jobs should start, pay more. I started at Domino's at nine fifty, and then the pandemic happened, and throughout like the nine months of the pandemic, I'm now making eleven dollars. They just keep deciding to give me more money, and I keep obviously saying yes. <laughs> I'm really thinking about becoming a manager one, just to get a little bit more money since my days are cut. And like yeah, I don't I, even know. I don't even know if I can do that because my because of my schedule, which sucks. That that was kind of what led me to leave Pet Supermarket. I enjoyed working there. I enjoyed the people, but they like the pandemic just kind of threw everything into pandemonium, and so I wasn't going to be able to get more hours there, and I wasn't really going to be able to get a promotion there, and like turnover and stuff being what it was uh i just kind of had to it felt it's it started it got to the point where it was a dead end so i had to move on and a friend of mine who used to work there who quit and he's working at the target next door i haven't seen him uh but he came into the store one day and was like yeah everything in that little it's shopping center area like everything there pays 15 dollars an hour to start and so I applied to Best Buy. They called me like the day I applied, uh, and now I am working there. And I don't know how much of it is I just don't enjoy the job versus I'm new and it's like it's the Christmas season right now, so everything's busy. 
Right, right, right. Yeah, it, it's weird going from a job where I knew how to do everything to a job where I don't know. That's well, people. Whenever... Sorry, go ahead. Dog food is infinitely less complex than TVs and computers. <laughs> like it's like people are speaking a different language. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know anything about car stereos. I have. <laughs> I've... I have gotten asked more questions about car stereos. I never, I didn't think I would ever be asked a question about a car stereo in my entire life. I don't know why. I, I guess I've been living this, I've been living I, my life up to this point with the sole objective of not being asked a question about a car stereo. Because I don't fucking care. I and don't I don't know, know. I don't know why, but I would have never, ever thought to go to Best Buy to get a car stereo. It makes so much sense now that you've said it, but I would have never thought to do that. I will like, say this, I then, like, Best car Buy stereo... TVs. Yeah, no, but, like, the car stereo section at the Best Buy is pretty cool. It's buried, like, in the back of the store, but it's, like, a wall of stereos set up on the wall, and it's pretty cool. I just, I don't know what goes on there. <laughs> I don't have a desire to know. It's buried in the back of the store because there's a bunch of, like, demo features, and it's probably really fucking annoying, or... <laughs> So you would think, yes, that that was the case, but it, it's buried on a wall in the very back, and yeah, there are like demo features, and so I would say that that was the reason why it would be buried back there, but the like radios and um, non-car stereos, they're all like right at the front of the store right next to the customer help desk so when i'm working customer help it's that's one thing i don't like about the job right now is there it's such sensory overload because i've got my earpiece in and people are asking questions through my earpiece and i'm trying to do like customer service stuff and then somebody will hit uh a sample try to sample one of the stereos and it's like right next to the customer service desk and there's only like three songs that play but they like uh. belts out over the store. I think one of them is a Miley Cyrus song. <laughs> Not in my head, like no. Not in my head, like yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, so that that aspect of it I don't like. So I don't know why the car stereos are buried over in the back of the store. You would think that's a smart reason to bury them back there. But then if you were doing that, then you wouldn't put the stereos right next to the front. I always, I always thought that, like, I figured that's why, like, at Walmart, like, automotive is always in the back of the store, and that's where you're going to find the car stereos. Well, until, uh, apparently before uh, COVID hit, uh, we did have, like, a installation bay where they would, um, it was like a garage where they would install, like, car stereos and stuff, um, but that closed down when the pandemic hit. And I don't think they're going to reopen it. They haven't. Re they don't have any plans to reopen it at the moment. Right. So that area is just kind of like an extra warehouse right now. Um, but it is close to the car stereos, so that would be a good reason why they put that back there. But I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I would have never in my life thought to go to Best Buy to a buy a car stereo. B much less get one installed. That's fucking mind blowing. Mm -hmm. I'm sad that I I both learned of its existence and that it has been taken away from me all at the same time. Thanks, 2020. 
<laughs> yep. So I mean, you can still buy the car stereo from us. We just won't install just, it. You have to go to a different Best it, right? Buy who still who has their CarFi is still open, and they'll install it. Right. Or you can install it yourself. Uh, uh, well, if I know Indiana, we have one near Hobart, so if you're really fucking dying to get your car stereo installed at a Best Buy, uh, don't come here. <laughs> Put a bullet in your head. If you're looking to get your car stereo... If you're looking to get your car stereo stolen, though... Then Hobart, Indiana is where, where it's at. That's where, yeah, absolutely. He's not even going to, like, protest it. He knows. Why would I protest it when I avidly said, don't fucking come here? It's... <laughs> <laughs> Do you have diarrhea brain? <laughs> but to, um, to shift to a lighter note, uh, what I've been doing for fun, at least in the past week, is I've been playing... Spider-Man Miles Morales on my brand new PlayStation 5, boys! Okay, I gotta get this out of the way. Uh, Josh, do you feel like you have the exaggerated swagger of a black teen black now? Teen. I feel so much like I have the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. It, you could feel it coursing through your veins. It's like in uh, Infinity War, when Thanos gets the last... When the, the, when the screen starts <laughs> up, you feel it. Yeah, it flows through you. Um... But also that last part about the PlayStation 5 was a lie. I have no PlayStation 5. I've been playing it on my PlayStation 4 like a peasant. Uh, and oh, I've been released for PS4 as well. That's okay. Yeah, um, so the PlayStation 4 version, as long as I understand this correctly, the PlayStation 4 version will work on the PlayStation 5. Like, you can, if you put the disc in the PlayStation 5, it'll upgrade it to the PlayStation 5 version. Uh, so yeah, no, I. That... <laughs> uh, well, it, it is my I know... understanding that that's the case as well. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly how it works. I hope that's how it works. I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's like the functions for like 4K or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, all the special graphical upgrades are on the disc, but they're only act like you can only activate them with the processing power of the PS5. But what I'm picturing is you take your PS4 disc and put it in the PS5, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, blinking lights and whirring noises and beeps and shit, and then it comes back out as a PS5 disc. No, that's what I meant. <laughs> that's what I meant. And if that doesn't happen, I'm, I'm going to be really upset. Uh, but no, I, I have been um, experiencing the exaggerated swagger of a black teen uh, over the past week. Um... So have I, but that's only because and... Travis has ordered every single day. <laughs> He's nice but yeah, um, nice kid. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's fun. It's a good game. That's good. That so. is good. Yeah. It, so. It's... Go ahead. It's not... It really isn't Spider-Man 2, though, is the thing. I don't know if you've heard about that. It's that's, very much no, a... No, that's what I've heard. Uh, I, have a, I have a friend, Chris, who lives... I think he lives in Illinois. Um, mm -hmm. 
but he he picked up one and he was saying that it doesn't it doesn't feel like Spider-Man 2. It feels like its own thing while still preserving everything you loved about the original game. Yeah, I have some complaints. Sure. But I don't even know if I want to, like... I still think the first Spider-Man is a better game overall. Uh, it just feels like more of a complete package. Um, and also, combat feels... It doesn't feel as open anymore. Everything feels really close. And the camera's, like, really close behind Miles all the time. Right. It just feels kind of limit more limited than spider-man than the than the original than the original did um yeah it's but like like i said it's still a really good game if you liked spider-man one you'll probably like this one but it yeah it's very much it feels like a weird like expansion slash dlc thing but it doesn't really build off of any of the dead ends Any, that anything that happened in the first game it is its own like contained yeah in fact um i don't want to spoil anything but um well here i go in fact it's so much not a sequel or like it doesn't follow off off of any of the like big setups from the end of spider-man one that the post credits scene in this game is the exact same post credit scene from Spider-Man 1, but shot from a different angle. I don't know if you know what happens in Spider-Man 1's post credit scene. Uh, it's... I... I mean, I've played it, so yes, I do, but, I, like, right now, off the top of my head, I don't remember it at all. Okay, well, I'm gonna spoil that. So, yeah, this is yeah if you spoilers have... For don't... anybody who cares, stop listening for, like, so, a, um, a minute. At the yeah. end of Spider-Man 1... Uh, Norman Osborn goes into his Oscorp science yes, shed, yeah, and okay, yes. Harry Osborn uh, is Venom now. Yes, he has the 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 symbiote on him. Yeah, he has the sim that. symbiosis on him. Yeah. Um. But and it's the exact same scene. It, it's just in Miles Morales when you beat the game and you do the credits. Harry Osborn goes back into the room, or Norman Osborn goes back into the room. And he's like, what's taking so long? Uh, but Kirk Connors is there too, so I'm excited about that. This time. In this version let's, of it, Kirk Connors is there. So that means the lizard's going to be in something um, that's potentially good. For yes. once. Um, I was... Uh, I was not expecting any like sequel material from Miles Morales. When they announced it, uh, they, they kind of said... If memory serves, I guess I could just be talking a load of bollocks right now, but I'm pretty sure they said that, like, this is going to be, like, its own thing. It, it has its own, like, this isn't the sequel yet, it's just kind of, like, an in-betweener. I do remember there was some confusion about that, like, when it was first announced, whether it was just an expansion or if it was a sequel, and they said, no, it's its own game. I and... know, I was turbo fucking confused but that was mostly because i didn't care like i i had there was no reason for me to follow it very closely so like i just remember i remember that one spider-man game for the ps4 what everyone was so excited about and then and then like this it's really good you should like, play it 
and then Miles Morales was a thing, and I was like, hang on, what? Give me, give me the Ouija board. I gotta ask Stanley what the fuck's going on. It's really good. You should play it. They they made a different Spider-Man game. They made it. They made the Spider-Man game that they made last time, but they made another one. What do you have to ask Stanley about? Lots, but I'm gonna start there. I would just skip to your next question. I pretty much answered that one for you. Hey, just so, a waste of a question at that point. <laughs> Don't ask me why, but the entire time you uh, you know you he only answers talking. three of them. Listen. <laughs> Shove your monkey paw back up your ass really quick. The entire time you guys were talking, I reached into the deep recesses of my memory and somehow pulled out a fucking uh, old old commercial that somehow encompasses both of the things that we have just talked about. Uh, it better be the commercial. Yeah, okay. There we go. <laughs> I was fucking, fixing to say, it better Spider-Man be that commercial, commercial where that best guy, Spider-Man, yep. What a great segue. Fucking love that commercial. That's been my weekend. <laughs> this is a fucking great commercial, by the way. They should bring that guy back. They should have brought him back for an ad campaign for this game. Oh, he's got to still first, be out there. There's, there's like something with that first Spider-Man game, right? Where they, they released it. And then there was, like, a small controversy, and, and they had to, like, pull some versions of it or whatever. Uh, because at the end of the, the first Spider-Man uh, movie game, uh, Spider-Man kisses Mary Jane. Fucking spoilers, whatever. Uh, but there's a cheat to where you can also play as Mary Jane... <laughs> so, people found this unintentional lesbian scene, and parents got real upsetty spaghetti. I do remember that. I remember it's hearing weird. about that. Which what I a think weird is time! Preposterous, what... but also hilarious. It's so weird to think about. What a different time two thousand and two, two thousand one was. Two thousand and one. I believe. was that. Was that before the hot coffee controversy? Way before, yeah. Before Spider-Man One came out on PS One. Same. No, it was, it was before, the same, but it wasn't. Era, it but... was the same era. It wasn't long after that because San Andreas came out in two thousand four. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird that they had to pull copies. This isn't even me trying to be an asshole right now. I just, I was just legitimately under the impression <laughs> that everybody was cool with lesbians, like across the board. Not in 2001. Uh, yeah, not in 2001. 2001. Still not, still not now, realistically. Yeah, I mean, but 2001 was full force. Video games are corrupting our youth era, too, so... Not Sam Andreas, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. Re... Not real life release date. Google! <laughs> I will search what I want. <laughs> San Andreas, real life. Real life. <laughs> so. It's just going to take me to the fucking And now for line. that time of the show where Josh gets really quiet for some reason. <laughs> it was 2004. Like, um, okay, I guess and I thought he just like, I'll point this mic or use this mic or something. So, me and Danny... And Josh, this is a game. It's 
It's technically on sale right now, but it's only like 10% off. But this is a game you absolutely need to get because it's way too much fucking fun. More fun than it has any right to be. Me and Danny have spent the past two weeks uh, playing Phasmophobia. And it is great. <laughs> take, take it away, Danny. Hit him with the sales uh, pitch. Phasmophobia is... So, you're familiar with Ghost Adventures, uh, I assume. Uh, and it's like Ghost Adventures, but there are real-life consequences. Uh, if you if you take too long, if you fuck around, whatever... If you uh, kick the, the door open and call up. the ghost a silly bitch. Any, any one of these things, more or less, will earn you uh, death. <laughs> and uh, but um uh, sorry I'm actually dying right now hold on okay no we're good um, despite putting like I know Danny's put more hours into it than I have but despite putting like 20 hours into it and hunting all these ghosts with Danny it still finds a way to fucking terrify me it's, uh, yeah. No, because the, the, the unique thing about Phasmophobia is the almost, um, like, it, it, yeah, I was going to say it pretty much is just a roguelike. Um, I mean, if we treat the fucking uh, houses and stuff as... Like, the actual houses aren't RNG, but, like, the type of ghost and where it is is RNG, so if we treat them as dungeons, then, yeah, technically. But it just, it just has that kind of, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, the locations are always the same, but where you're, what ghost you're dealing with, what evidence is there, what, uh, what things are in the house, what additional tools that you can't buy but you can use, like the voodoo dolls or the Ouija board... That's different yeah. every time. I was going to say, technically, you could argue that it's got a permadeath element, too. Because if you die, you have to buy all your shit back. If you brought it with right. you, you will I, lose it. <laughs> everything about Phasmophobia, like, it's... Uh, the proximity chat? That's wild. Yeah. Phasmophobia has all of these elements which, by themselves, are n by no means unique. But, when you put them all together in the way that Phasmophobia has done and hunting ghosts with your friends or just some random fucking people whatever it is a goddamn blast and also terrifying every time because it is a unique situation every time yeah even if you yeah, get five demons in a row they're not gonna all behave the same no no they won't and there well cause like there have been times where like We'll, uh, we'll enter an area and then just like immediately there's activity and just like bam, bam, bam. We have all our evidence and then we're just out. And then we'll enter an area and like nothing will happen. And we're like, okay, what the fuck's going on? On, like, on we'll the have, same difficulty we'll have, too, for yeah. anybody who listens to this and is familiar with Phasmophobia, we, like, will, we'll we will play we'll have, consistent houses, like consistent difficulties... Like, we'll do a bunch of amateurs or, like, a bunch of intermediates or whatever in a row. And 
they'll all it's all unique to them yeah like there there have been times where like we'll have like activity and the ghosts will enter uh, hunting mode and try to kill us but we'll never get anything that we can like mark down as evidence to like figure out what it is it just fucks with us the whole time there there have been like a couple of instances where me and Danny have just given up <laughs> cuz we were like oh, man sure. i can't there figure was, out what this thing is and, and we're going to die <laughs> this isn't this is absolutely to the not to this game's credit in fact it's to this game's fault uh, but there was one time where it was giving us only two options, and then the ghost ended up being a completely fucking different thing. But Now, the I game don't... is still in early access, and it, it does have its faults, and that sounds... What I just described sounds fucking infuriating, and it was, but the good news is, is shit like that is like almost not to be seen. Yeah, that happened, like, one time out of, like, easily, like, 40 runs. And, to and truth be told, it, it easily could have been something that one of us fucked up. We could have thought we had evidence that we didn't actually have. I, I suppose that's true, but I, re, I remember that night being... We had the first two, like, confirmed pictures and all... And the last piece of evidence that we had to find pointed to one of two ghosts, and it was neither. Right. Which, yes, it could have been a, uh, a flaw on our part, but I, I don't... <clears throat> like, I remember combing, like, every piece of that house, every thing, every single thing that we could have done, and the game went... It's a fucking radish... Uh, when it was an onion the whole time. Right. But, uh, I've actually been, uh, thinking about something. I meant to say this yesterday, but I, I never, I never brought it up. So, uh, pretty much the entire premise of Phasmophobia is you're going in to find evidence of, of paranormal activity, of the ghost, and figure out what kind of ghost it is. Quote, uh, for the ghost removal team. And I think it would be fucking wild if... Uh, I know I've, I've said that to you, Danny, that I thought it would be cool if they added a separate mode, but like, in, if instead of ghosts, it was like you're hunting cryptids or whatever. Um, but I think it would be equally cool and f still fit within the theme of the game if they if you had the ghost hunting jobs and then now you've got ghost removal jobs. That would be cool. So you want to play? As, so you want to play? As... I want to be the Hold Ghostbusters. Hold on. No, no, no. I've got a, I've got a game for you. Hold on. I bet you don't. I, I have the game for you. It's exactly what you're describing. Well, I'm waiting. And while I'm waiting, another... Here you uh, go. No. No. They, they remastered this game not too long ago either. Oh, Which yeah. it, if you've never, like, I'm being serious now. If you've never played the Ghostbusters video game that came out in 2010, and then they just remastered it not too long ago, please do so. It is the true Ghostbusters 3, uh, and you get to fight alongside your favorite Busters. Uh, I don't know, everything, everything about 
that Ghostbusters video game is just so charming to me. Because I, I fucking love the first two movies, man. I, I, sometimes it's really hard to but, tell with you because you're too good at it. You're being sarcastic, right? Um, this in this instance, I'm not, and it, it actually it does feel like I was being sarcastic when I was like, I have the game for you because it's just Ghostbusters, haha. But there is an element of like you know, capturing ghosts and getting money for it and buying upgrades there to make catching ghosts easier. And there there are levels in uh, Ghostbusters where there are actual like elements of of horror. Like, uh, just investigating around, just trying to find where a, a fucking ghost is located, or, or, um, there's a, spoilers, I guess, but there's, like, a sequence later in the game where you have to use, like, the PKE meter and, like, some spectral, like, goggles to navigate, like, a, kind of, like, a maze in, like, this library. <laughs> and just sequences like that make the whole game super charming the dialogue and story feels just right where you picked up or, or left off from Ghostbusters 2 in the best possible way without, without feeling tired or uh, just a, a rehash of more of the same it has enough different I, I believe um from those first two movies to be its own thing and be one of the very rare instances of a licensed video game that actually kicks ass. Well then. Another game that we played that's actually super cool and uh, now that I've gotten to play is uh, on both sides of the veil, so to speak, uh, is way more fucking balanced than I thought it would be. Uh, in Silence is another super fun, absolutely fucking horrifying beyond all belief uh, game. Yes, it is. I, I do believe we talked about try. that last time. We might have. I don't remember. <laughs> we, d we did. I can see the first two pictures uh, from the episode 10 logs huh. are you know Dead Silence. But we've played it, we've played it more since then. And actually yeah. have I don't remember we what we said about it last time, uh, but it's completed one of the endings because there's one where you like escape, and then there's one where you like kill the rake, and we completed the one where we escape, which I was surprised that we did because I didn't expect us to be able to do that. No, it was real rough. It was also really cool though because the only interaction me and Jacob had with each other for like twenty minutes. Was we started the game and we each whispered good luck to each other, and yeah. then just for twenty minutes just ran around hoping we didn't die. <laughs> getting all of these, <laughs> oh, that sure is something. Parts. <laughs> yeah, it was... yeah. This guy knows what we're talking about. <laughs> yep, oh, that... I've been here listening for the entire time. Well, in case you weren't by phasmophobia. <laughs> By, by we, just, we just gave it a glowing by review. Ghostbusters, <laughs> um, and also oh. by In Silence, I guess. I don't know. Oh, also, there's another game that I saw that has mixed reviews and is honestly probably not good. 
but it's it's supposed to be another multiplayer horror game, and it's forty nine cents right now. So I think we should get it and try it. It's called Last Year. It looks it it looks like oh, somebody wanted seen... to make the Friday the Thirteenth game. I've but seen it, Last Year. It looks pretty cool. But it doesn't look like no effort was put into it. It just looks like I don't know. It, 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 looks... it looks pretty cool. I've seen it played. Forty nine cents sounds like the right price though, I... so I think we should buy it since it's on the autumn sale. I've heard of this game, I think. I just... I, With fucking In Silence and, and Phasmophobia and fucking... Uh, I don't know, with like a, a lot of games recently. Fucking Resident Evil Resistance to some degree. I've just like... I've got... I've just gotten... I've got like this fucking co-op horror game itch that I can't seem to scratch no matter what. Oh! So, do you like, have a... Do you have Resident Evil, uh, the Resident Evil Resistance game? Nope, but I played it. Oh, but... okay. Because I, I own it. I own RE3 on my PC, and I haven't played it, so I thought you had it. I was thinking about picking up RE3 today. I mean, it's, it's on, on sale right now. It's on now. sale, so I could, I don't know, I could take a look at it. But, no, I've got, well, because I like... So there's In Silence, there's Phasmophobia, there's bad ones that I have on my Steam list that I still have fun with because I enjoy bad video games, like The Goatman and Rake, and then there's fucking Bigfoot that nobody else will buy and play with me, god damn it. <laughs> That's not I a buy bad games game. to play with it's you guys, just... and then you don't play them with me. I've got, what? like, Stick Fight and all these games. Well, okay. okay. To, to be fair... To to all of us, uh, we buy these games, and then when, when we when we try to set something up to play, nine times out of ten, I feel like everybody shits the bed. Yeah, no, I didn't say that it wasn't my fault. I'm just saying, at least partially. I'm gonna write that. I'm gonna make after, when, when when after we wrap up, I'm gonna make a list of the games that we three have, and we're gonna fucking go through them, and we're gonna. To play be fair, them. I have. God. To be fair, I have game like I have too many games on my Steam library. I have games I didn't even know I had. I think I've bought games for the PlayStation 4 that I already had on my Steam because I didn't know I had them. I have like all of Dead Rising. I have all of the uh, Deus Ex games. Oh, that's 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 fine. I've bought games on Steam that I have knowingly had on another system. Uh, did they ever fix Batman Arkham Knight on Steam? I don't think I so. Check. Not that I know of. Okay, well, I got the Arkham collection for like $10, and I'm just now realizing that I have it. So I got Arkham Asylum and Arkham City 2, so I can play those eventually. I will say, if you, um, have you played Arkham Knight? I haven't played Arkham Knight, no. I watched James it's, play a little bit of it when it it's good. It fucking came it out gets, basically. It's it's a bit repetitive towards the end. Everyone no, I, says I, that, and it's it's not something I will disagree with whatsoever. But I do think it is worth it. Uh, aside from all the faults that game has which truth be told is numerous yeah that's what I've heard but like 
I don't know. It was ten bucks, and it came with Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. So it's definitely worth it. Then, like all all of those games together are uh, are pretty good. I do also like uh, the inclusion because Origins came before that one. I do like the inclusion mm-hmm. in Arkham Knight uh, of characters from Origins. Um, oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know. It just made feel it, it just made Origins feel more of a, a complete experience. Not saying it isn't, but it's definitely the most uh, under. I would say underdone of the Arkham games. Uh, in terms of gameplay, the story from Origins is pretty good. Like, it's pretty solid all the way through. Yep. Oh, that reminds me for whatever reason. Um, Unloved is also 50% off right now. And Danny, I get the feeling that you're not on the same you're not in the same boat as me. You're in a you're in a different boat going the opposite direction, but I actually like it. What game? I don't uh unloved. Un okay. I pr- I don't know what it's... that is. So we have all not... three we have all three dials of the spectrum. Yes. One person loves it, one person hates it, and the other guy doesn't know where it is. I don't I don't hate it. It's just it's weird. It's it's, uh, it's it's selling itself based on the fact that it was based on a popular Doom mod or Doom Two mod, and it's nothing like the Doom Two mod. It's like nothing well, close. Well, the guy that made Unloved is the same guy that made that Doom Two mod. I understand that. I understand that, and I'm glad he got to make what he. Wanted his his original vision to be, I'm assuming, or maybe he just wanted to try something different. Either way, I don't hate his game. I don't I don't think it's not worth playing. It goes on sale f- very often for a dollar forty nine, for and for that price, you cannot fucking beat that game. Because I don't I don't even know how to describe Unloved, other than it's it's like a dungeon crawler. It's like a co-op dungeon crawler, like roguelike kind of deal. There's no permadeath, I don't believe. No, because if you die, you keep like even if you die in the middle of a level, you keep all the shit that you found. So, oh, that's right, we did both die that one time. Okay, yeah. There's, there's, so there's no permadeath. Like it's not, it's not exasperatingly hard. Um, it's this weird horror. Uh, shooter that if you get a bunch of friends together and y'all have like a dollar fifty, it's it is a fun right time. Now. It's two forty nine. Well, it's still that's not bad either. But well, I mean, regularly the game's like five dollars. That's still yeah. not a bad price. Well, there no matter are, there are a bunch of like fucking challenge modes that we haven't even touched. I was playing a couple of them earlier. Like, pistols only? That's fun. <laughs> I kn- There's a mode that's, like, it's just super hot. I know that. Yeah. But it's 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 single player only. I tried that one. I know. <gasps> I know the super hot mode is single, single player only. But... Oh, has anyone ever hot. done... Oh, no. 
He died. Oh. No, I'm still here. I'm just I oh. am currently dying. Oh. Well, just so before... you know, I would still I would still upload this episode. Uh, I just wouldn't have. <laughs> You'd have to. <laughs> I wouldn't like... let you not upload this episode. We're gonna get like 16 views. <laughs> Danny dies in the middle of it. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> Sorry, what what were you gonna ask, Josh? I don't even remember. Oh, I remember what I was gonna ask. Has anybody ever done slow motion in a multiplayer game and like made it work? Max Payne three. How, how how did they do it? Um, because when it when slow mo kicks on, it kicks on for like the entire server, like everyone in the match. I I if I remember that correctly, sounds yes, like a logistical but it's not... nightmare. It yeah, sounds. It look, 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 look. It sounds really. It sounds real bad. It sounds real bad, and I know that. But once you're actually playing it, like with, uh, let's say you had a like a six v six team deathmatch or whatever. You don't. You don't start with bullet time. It has to be earned for one. Uh, or you have to uh-huh. just putz around long enough to get some. Um, so it's it's not like you just start out and then the the first like thirty seconds of a match is an absolute nightmare. It sounds like it would be. I I, I don't even know how to describe it other than you just you have to play the multiplayer mode of this PS3 game. That is probably. Uh, I mean, it's on. That has probably been. Well. Is the multiplayer still like? active does it even still work have the, the servers not been shut down the last time i played it was still up uh but that was a couple of months ago so i mean i don't know corona oh, time okay. it could have happened it could have happened yeah stop put... the fucking presses haiti 2 came out two days ago and nobody told me what the fuck Hades? do you mean haiti do you not know haiti haiti no like the country <laughs> no, no, the the robot with with big tits, big mommy milkers. That Wait, became a fucking right. cultural I'm touchstone, interested. apparently. <laughs> Hold on. I thought you said Hades two came out yesterday, and I was like, they just <laughs> they just made the first one. Yes. Yeah. How'd they pull no, that off? Have... So <laughs> this game. About an android or a robot or something, whatever. She's got big mommy milkers. <gasps> huge. A huge Holy set of shit. <laughs> it's And now, would you believe? Steam, would you believe it's a fucking Metroidvania? <laughs> there is a I sequel. Would. Look at those fucking mommy milkers. Jesus Christ. Oh, I know what the title of this episode is going to be. The trailer for this is just great, you guys. <laughs> I, I I have to believe that it is. This is a real screenshot from the store page. This isn't a yes. mod. Yes. Oh, god damn it. Post. It's not going to let me do it, is it? Post it so that I can't put it on YouTube. Do it. <laughs> I like how... They made the two, the H, in Haiti. 
Is the I robot also... lady's... Oh, that is really cool. Is the robot lady's cool. name Haiti? Yes. As, as I don't know. I haven't played Haiti 2. <laughs> it came out two days ago, and nobody if told you say me. That, if you say that too fast, I think you're saying Payday 2. This is getting confusing. That ass, yes. though. <laughs> is it porn? No. No. But no, 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 it, no it's... Okay, you might think that. It is, well, it yes, is, but it is a, no, no. Listen, it is it is a completely straight faced third person Metroidvania. Popular user defined tags for this product are sexual content and nudity. But sure, I but that promise those are the only two I tags. Promise you, that doesn't equate porn. I promise you, I have seen extensive gameplay of this. It is completely, it takes itself completely seriously. It is super surreal, but also fucking... Views are very positive. The character is a milk truck, so... Yeah, no, it's... Okay, Josh, imagine you were playing, like... Okay, let's just pretend we're gonna go into an alternate history path, right? Metroid Other M was fucking rockin', right? Is this... this third person like metroid game but also every time you make the slightest movement like the slightest movement samus's luscious hips and tits just went everywhere that is what hey i wouldn't is. be surprised if that's in fact in fact if you're so inclined i i would pretty much bet the fucking farm that there's a Steam Workshop mod that reskins Haiti as Samus in fucking Zero Suit. In fact, I think I've seen that, so knock yourself out. You've earned it. Pro- probably. I know fucking uh, 2B or B2 or whatever her name is from fucking... Uh, um, it's it's 2B. Roomba, it was one or the other, so you had Roomba, a 50-50. Auto- automata. Near Auto Roomba. <laughs> yeah, Near Auto Roomba. <laughs> Near that game, that's a good game. Near uh, Robot Souls, um, it's not a Dark Souls game. No, it's but the whole point—the whole point—is that robots have souls or whatever, right? Do they though? I don't know because I haven't played Automata. Was that <laughs> was that the point? I I I legitimately don't know. <laughs> not really. No. <laughs> Look, all I know. All I know actually, is that they made actually Nier that's in not like the point of it at first, all. They put fishing in the game, and that was it. It was bad. It's hey, it's the first year was good. No, it's, it's fun, not bad, but it's but not good. They put fishing not, in the game, but it's great. So but it's people not good. were like, "All right, this game is bad." That's not the, the game's bad, reason. but it's good. Near is not bad. It's mediocre. The game itself is mediocre, but it's great. But it's great. But it, but it is great. The first near was fantastic. No, I get what you're saying. Did you ever hear the? Do you know like the specifics of that story, the fishing story? Uh, no. So, when the reviews for the well, first near came out, I vaguely, I, I I will preface this. I vaguely know what it was about because the guy. I'm pretty sure. The there's there's this guy I follow uh, now, and I'm pretty sure it's the same guy 
uh, who had this this fishing controversy. Okay, so here's what this guy did. Here's what this guy did. So at a certain point in the first near, it introduces you to the really shallow fishing game where you go to a body of water and you press X and you get a fish. When it gives you this side mission, it puts you on a dock and you have to catch a specific type of fish. Like a specific type of fish at a specific... I think it's even at a specific like weight or length or something. So this guy fished at that dock for like... And this was before the game came out too. He had to review copies. So there weren't any like guides or anything up online that he could look at. And he fished there for like two days straight. And he was like, I don't fuck it. This game fucking sucks. I don't know how to get this fucking fish and get past this part. Here's the thing. The spot that you're supposed to catch the fish is across the town at a specific yeah. beach. And it yeah. is marked on your map. But it is so, like... But here's the thing about that story, too, is that it is so, like... That part of the game is so obtuse, and everyone makes that mistake. So, like, I don't think people really got mad at him for giving it a bad review, because everyone was like, yeah, that part is kind of bullshit. Why would you make no, it like no, that? No, everyone who, everyone who was honest, honestly sane... Um... You can do it. I'm sorry. I'm just everyone who's honestly sane was like, "Yeah, no, it's okay, man. I get that's that's stupid." Uh, but everyone who actually uh, played the game and enjoyed it, per usual, uh, had a fucking meltdown. Like the time Yahtzee was like, "Smash Brothers Brawl is Smash Brothers Brawl," and I don't know what you want me to say about it other than I don't care for it. <laughs> That was, that was pretty much his whole review, and people, mm. um, if you're, I, I need to put this the, out the, somewhere on I just the internet, think it's funny. to put it out here. Hold, hold on, hold on, I just think it's funny, I'll finish this up right now, that in his review, he called the game unfocused while not having the focus to finish the actual game before declaring all of it to be a steaming pile of shit. Uh, wait, who called it that? The guy you follow, or the guy, the near guy, or Yahtzee? Not Yahtzee, uh, although I don't think Yahtzee the, the near, the near uh, much cared for it either. But yeah, the near guy. I don't think, the near well, guy. I think I've seen Yahtzee's review of near, and I don't think he even mentions the fishing. But don't quote me on that. Uh, I don't think he mentions fishing at all. Um, I mean, you have to do it that one time, and then there is no reward or any real motivation to do it ever again so yeah fishing doesn't get brought up unless it has completely destroyed your game <laughs> uh but yeah the guy called it like i said no at least in the circles i keep nobody really blamed him for making that mistake everyone was like yeah it's kind of there are places where the first near can be pretty rough but it's great it has it one of the best very... soundtracks of all time in a video game. Hands down, and I don't even remember all of it. Neither do I, but I like if, somebody, if somebody if somebody threw up a song right now and, and was like, this is from Nier, I would just be like, I don't give a shit, turn it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, confirmed, Justin McElroy, is, which is the, the dude I follow who does like the podcast and stuff, uh, he was the Nier guy. 
He he's he's the guy. Ladies and gentlemen, just, we got him. Just Justin Hoops <laughs> McElroy is in fact the near guy. So I was, oh, well. I was gonna say I I I feel the compelled to put this out on the internet somewhere, and I'm choosing to do it here. If if when somebody has even if it's a shit opinion, even if it's an objectively shitty opinion. When somebody has an opinion that you disagree with, that isn't just like blatant hate speech or something, it's just a bad opinion. If your default is sending death threats through like fucking email or physical mail, then you need to be sectioned away from the rest of society because you are unwell and you don't deserve to play with the other kids' toys. Now that being said, I'm going to say some shit that's also going to get me sectioned, but... Uh, that just made me remember all of the But people... Jacob deserves to die. <laughs> but Jacob deserves to die, and here's why. Um... <laughs> um... <laughs> no, I just uh, want to do... I've heard this before. I just want to I just want to go on a Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, uh, like, post-credits scene where they, they, they fucking fly all over to everyone who is talking shit about them online and just kick the ever-living fuck out of them. <laughs> I want that to happen, but to everybody who was so vitriolic and upset about The Last of Us 2 to the point where they were threatening a voice actor for playing a character. Every single God. person that sent a death threat to that actor I think should get a railroad spike in their brain. There has never been a I game they I want to play less I think in my entire every life single than one The Last of, those of Us people Part 2. should be forcibly Phineas Gaged. I, I, like, I, the last I of think Part I heard two... what Josh said, and I have to agree. I don't think there's ever been a, like, a, I don't think there's ever been a piece of media. And I, I, just... I say this with confidence. This includes Cardi B's WAP. I don't think there's ever been a piece of media or entertainment that I have given less of a physical fiddler's fuck about than The Last of Us Part Two. I agree with everything you said except about WAP. But the, the, the point I'm trying to make is that, like... <laughs> That's fair. I, I just don't want to be a part of whatever The Last of Us... Because it seems like everyone who engages or interacts with The Last of Us Part 2 no, stop, has stop, a stop, stop, terrible stop, stop. time. <laughs> stop. I'm not it's, even talking about the game. It's... The, the game itself, like the actual story components to The Last of Us are fantastic. And I know everyone says that, and that's, oh, that's your opinion. You're right, that is my opinion. Okay, fair enough. That's super subjective, whatever. I I just think that if you like like really well-written drama and characters that series has just so much and there there there's just, there's just, there's so much with the, like the human condition and and character growth and realizing that the every time you play a game or, or participate in a in a story. The main character, uh, sure, they're the hero of their own story, but like they're what they do has consequences greater greater than themselves. This this revenge fantasy that Ellie indulges on leads her down a fucking horrible 
miserable path that leads her to to only one conclusion and it's that she is she herself is a fucking terrible monster as much as spoilers the girl who fucking uh played joel in one fucking golf and bashed his head in at the beginning of the game <laughs> joel in one. right that's but i just don't want to play it it's well, no that's and i'm the not thing. saying that's the thing. i'm not it's, saying I'm, that you I'm not, oh josh you have to play this game it's the most amazing i don't want to i won't i won't just say saying, that the last of us 2 isn't probably like objectively well written or whatever it's it's just that and this probably stems from like it's it me like not liking movies or tv that much and it basically and but I I want nothing to do with it mostly because I I can't find a fuck to give about any of the characters involved. Like um, my, I get it. Hero of your story, villain of someone else's. Right? Fuck off. I don't care. I don't care about that. You're a monster. We're all monsters. It's the fucking apocalypse. Get out of here. <laughs> I, for the most part, I don't either. It's not like I go around reading like fucking old 18th century like, oh, make kill the dragon right right up. Um, I, I like I, I, it's not that I care about every hero of your own story, villain of someone else's. I, I I'm just saying, if you can find these games on sale, I think they are worth a shot. Even if you put them down, you resell them, you throw them in the fucking bin, I think it is worth a shot. Um, like if if you guys ever. I don't know if you've played the first Last of Us, but if you can find one nope. and two, like a in a like a bundle deal, on like a, a sale, or you get like the first one for like, uh, fucking like sixty cents at like a resale shop, whatever. I I think it is definitely worth trying. I will defend. I will defend these games to my last stand, but not to the point where I'm I'm like. Oh, uh, if you don't like the Last of Us one and two, you're just a bigot, or you're just a fucking—I don't know—something or other. Whatever the fuck happened, uh, like a couple months ago. That's not what I'm trying to push. I'm just saying the games themselves are worth trying out. I just want don't want to play them because I don't want to have to have these conversations. <laughs> It seems like anyone who interacts with The Last of Us has a worse time, despite how good the games are. It just seems like you come out of it, of experiencing that community as a worse person. Yeah, I, I, and I totally see what Josh is saying too, because I've seen that same thing. It's like no, abs absolutely. It's like I just well, don't want to interact with it as especially a, as with a piece The Last of, of Us too, because you can't at this point you can't do anything with the last of us two without being saddled with all of the fucking like baggage that's coming from everything that surrounded it, including the shitty community. And also no, sure like mo most people, most people, well, maybe you can, but a lot of people can't like, I want, I want nothing. Okay. Okay. To I'm, do with I'm, willing a lot of I'm willing to let you continue on this. I'm willing to let you continue on this, but I just want to say one thing. Sure. Undertale, undertale. Yeah, but I played Undertale before the community got shitty. I wouldn't expect... No, it was like immediate. I wouldn't no, expect it was like anybody... Immediate. It 
It, Undertale blew up, okay. and then the fandom was there the next if day, ruining you, it there for if everyone. If you talk, if you travel, and this is no personal offense to you, but if you travel in your circles, it was immediate. I don't, I don't talk to a lot of the people you talk to. I'm just, if you I'm just talk saying to online, the kind of people online, that start not, not even, not even just shipping not even characters just the... and drawing weird fan art, then it's immediate. <laughs> right, but. Even online, like past, I'm out of high school now, right? A lot, a lot of the, a lot of the, the cringy things that me and my friends did, we don't, uh, we we don't do anymore, or, or the, those that do don't do it. Uh, so, so, so high schoolerly, if that if that makes sense to anybody, I don't know. Um, but I'm I'm just saying, even online, like the 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 the, the fan community to Undertale was so vitriolic so fast and yet people are to, people to this day are still enjoying it and I, I think that has more to do with well that that kind of just, ties into my next point that I was going to make is that when you sit down and play through Undertale you come away from it feeling warm and fuzzy and happy inside because it's a it's a fucking and I get it, they're trying to tell two different stories here, whatever. But you come away from it feeling great, like, fuck, that felt like all of my childhood that I was missing wrapped up into one fantastic game and served me on a silver platter. And then you play through The Last of Us and you're like, man, the world fucking sucks and we're all gonna die. I wanna go lay in a hole okay. and never get okay. out of it. Did you okay, play okay, through okay, The okay, Last okay, of okay. Us? I thought you didn't play I'm through go, The Last I'm gonna of go Us. Ahead, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you uh, for your specific Point of, point of view and how you played Undertale through the first time. Somebody else who played Undertale might have just said fuck it and gotten the worst possible ending, the worst possible... But, but that's the thing, though. Like, under Undertale... And you know this. Undertale is designed in a way that you have... If you want to do the genocide realm, which is what I assume you're talking about, you have to know how to do it. You can't do it on accident. Unless you're just extremely unlucky. Because you have to kill a certain number of... Uh, you have to have a certain number of random encounters in each area before you go to, like, the the boss of the area. And most yes, people aren't going to know to do that. Yes, but also, let's say that they don't follow pacifists completely. They're still going to be left with uh, uh, quite a, a bit of a shit ending. They're, they're not going to... They're not gonna. They're not gonna get the same. Uh, this is my my childhood. My my uh, overwhelming happiness because because even while those it, elements exist, even even while those elements exist throughout the whole game, not just the ending. There are there are parts that change, uh, in 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 drastic ways. Even if you just kill one thing. But most of most of those endings aren't like depressing. They're just melancholic, if anything. Yes, I because understand. I've seen I've seen all of those endings. <laughs> <clears throat> my my point being is is and and I hate to and to, this is truly I truly this is all, this is just proving Josh's point. I hate to say this. But what I what I think I'm trying to say is I think that maybe the la maybe the Last of Us fandom should be more like Undertale. So what you mean what you really mean is maybe the Last of Us fandom should be more like uh, Steven Universe 
and maybe Steven Universe should be more like Homestuck. Uh, you know and what? This goes uh, on forever. It. Forget <laughs> it. Which, like I said, this just, this just proves Josh's just, point. Just drop it. My eyes kind of glazed over during that entire conversation, but I will say that. Well, your point at was least proof. with the, the at least I, I as it usually is, um, <laughs> because I am always right. Uh, but in my experience, <laughs> but in my experience with like Undertale, there is at least like a surface level community that's like, yeah, Undertale is good, and then you dig deeper and you get to the really shitty parts of. <laughs> The Undertale buffoon. <laughs> Are you our fucking With... Carl Pilkington now? Is that what you're going for? That's what I just felt like. I don't know. I just felt like I had an <laughs> argument with myself. <laughs> With The Last of Us, it feels like that community is like, that's that's the surface level. Is like, with The Last of Us Part 2, that like controversy and all of that became so much of the experience that it's impossible to separate that game from that controversy i understand what you mean wholeheartedly and it's i don't i don't know if i if i disagree with you i just to anybody who's listening who obviously knows that even if you don't know what the controversy was you know that there was a controversy surrounding the game here's here's how i'm gonna phrase it it feels like the only reason at this point to play left uh, the last of us part two would be to form an opinion of it whereas with undertale you can just play that game and have a good time which you can and if you haven't played undertale yet then and i bet <laughs> and i bet you can play the last of us part two and just have a good time i bet it's a decent game but at this point, like the only it, reason I would play it would be to form an opinion on it, and I don't want to. It's the the gameplay itself is uh, I I find um is if anyone's itching for if you don't care about story if you could just give a shit but you you like like survival horror games one how did you make it this far um. And two, play The Last of Us 2, because you just skip all the cutscenes and you're left with a wonderful survival horror game. So what you're saying is that in a world where every video game is John Wick, The Last of Us Part 2 is Schindler's List. Is that what I'm picking up? That sounds a little extreme. The does, right? Uh, the Last of Us 2 is... It does, um, right? It would be really stupid if somebody said something like that. Wouldn't it have been? Oh, that's a real. You're. That's a real quote. Why did somebody say yeah, something that, like that? Who said? Uh, yeah, that? yeah, somebody did. That was a really like when the reviews were circulating. That was a really popular uh, quote. But I guess we've all forgot about it now. Truth be, yeah. Truth be told, I had never heard of that. Otherwise, I don't think I would have ever oh, really? stopped saying it. <laughs> oh man, people people drag that guy through the mud. I think I would have brought that right up alongside the exaggerated, the exaggerated swagger of a black swagger team. of a black teen. You know that guy's black too, right? The guy who said that. Really? That's what makes it okay. Yeah. Or something. Uh... Look, man. It's a fucking no holds. No holds. It's a fucking no holds barred knockout brawl here at the end of 2020 right now. All right. I'm not saying the guy who said that quote is a racist. I just want to mock it because it just came out of nowhere. 
And, and yeah, and to, you to know, be honest, you know what's it I think is a little vaguely weird, right? It is very, it's think, very weird. It's a very. Weird I think quote. it was a super clever, subversive way to get us all to think about the fucking just like the exaggerated swagger racist, of a black dude. No, <laughs> no, the racist subtext that exists in all of our lives, even if we think we're not racist. Because here's the thing: you read that quote, you read the exaggerated swagger of a black teen, and no matter what, no matter who you are, you had something in mind. You knew what it meant, whether it was right or wrong. I knew what other people thought it meant. And that's fucking incredible, isn't it? <laughs> well, it doesn't true, make I sense to me because, a like... A Tony or a Golden, Golden Globe. Does someone give him a fucking uh, credit at the fucking writer, Writer's Actors Guild or whatever the fuck? Well, the weirdest part about that... The, the weirdest part about that quote to me personally <laughs> is that... Award. The weirdest part about that quote to me personally is that uh, no, Miles doesn't. Miles is like... (laughs) (laughs) Miles has no swagger. He is a fucking Boy Scout. He knows sign language. Uh, sorry. Hold on. He's not even a Boy Scout. He's a fucking Cub Scout. <laughs> not even Wolf Scout. He's Cub Scout. You're telling me that this guy is not absolutely full of the... Exi- That's a PNG. It told me it was a GIF. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> but hey, hey, So, hey, I was I- thinking about this the other day. I wonder... <laughs> I wonder how many of my problems with Miles Morales as a game and, like, not thinking the story was as good as the first one is just because Spider-Verse is so good. Probably. Spider-Verse is really good. Spider-Verse is fucking amazing. It's my favorite superhero movie. There it goes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so good. Everything, everything about Spider-Verse, down to the most minute detail... Is incredible. It is, is incredible. I think it's, I, I I think it's close to to, to perfection. Uh, obviously, that's subjective. Yeah, but also like I can't really think of anything that I would change about Spider Verse. Uh, so I guess in that regard, it is perfect. Even even down to uh, Kingpin's portrait, um, to where he's. <sighs> A, a more like soft round character design when he's with his family as opposed to this brick shit house like squared up dude when he's Did dealing you? with Spider-Man no it's true it's true though it's no it's he's no he's no, absolutely you're right, right you're right that game I'm is what, Danny you should know I know what you're laughing. I know what you're thinking about <laughs> Spider-Man you gotta help me I've been transformed into an Xbox <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'll make so, sure that you... I'll make sure that our audience gets that. <laughs> did you hear um one of the guys at Capcom uh I think it was fairly recently put out an interview where he was talking about he worked on the um the Punisher arcade game and the final boss of the Punisher arcade bit game is Kingpin, right? 
Yeah. Well, they wanted to basically make him like Apocalypse from uh, X-Men Children of the Atom and just make him fill the screen. Hold up. I'm going to pull up some visual uh, visual guides. Uh, visual assistance, rather. Okay. <laughs> Jacob, you can skip all of this if you want to. Uh, okay. Oh, so, while Josh is getting his visual assistance, really quick. Mm-hmm. So, has anybody, because I know I've heard quite, and I mean, this is, you know, I personally learned, learned my lesson during the days of the PS2 and just had it hammered home with the 360. I don't I don't buy consoles on launch. I fucking know better. But, uh, so apparently the S- Series X or whatever has been having some fucking wacky problems uh, from, like, basically, I've seen okay. stuff where apparently smoke real has been quick, coming out of it. Real it quick, that discs. smoking thing? <laughs> the smoking thing? I know what that's about, but I'm going to let you finish before I go on. I I uh, am going to like to that see if it's bullshit. I just know that I've seen it from like three separate people or seemingly separate people, and I thought it was hilarious, so I didn't want it to die. Um, but then I've seen fair, like fair other enough. stuff where it's basically like been almost exploding. But I haven't heard anything about the PS5, and I was wondering if you guys had. Uh, I think that most of this is like some viral. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like agents of Sony, but I, I, what I what I think it is is people who prefer Sony going out and just trying to make the Series X look as unappealing as possible. Uh, because the oh my Xbox is smoking, it's so terrible, it doesn't do anything. Uh, people literally they they uh, like the first footage of like oh my Series X is smoking. Uh, some additional footage came out of the the guys setting up the scene, and they're like, "All right, all right, vape into it real quick, vape into it real quick." So people are vaping into their Series X's like near the fan or whatever. And yeah, like, that's what oh. I've been hearing. I heard it does some really cool shit when you do that. Oh, it looks cool. It's yeah. it's not good for your Xbox. So if your Xbox oh, is fucking not. up, it's because you're blowing tornadoes into it. I just solved I mean, that it, fucking it problem looks... for you. It, I imagine it looks cool to to the kind of person that does fucking vape tricks, which is not the kind of person I want to be around for any length of time because I'll hit them, I'll hit them for existing. <laughs> it's true. So, as a newly knighted employee of Vestvi, I will tell <laughs> you that neither of the consoles currently have any recall worthy uh, defects. Uh, but I did hear that apparently with um, the PlayStation 5, the like I said, I'm new to this, so I don't really know a whole lot. But apparently the fan isn't optimally placed, like close enough to the uh, the SSD or something. But apparently it over it can overheat um, in like warmer climates. And that can be an issue, but that's all I've heard. I haven't had, I haven't heard anything about either console that like was brick worthy. But I did hear somewhere that like 
in the summer in like areas closer to the uh what's it called the equator you might need to have a fan on the on it because the fan that's in the console isn't close enough to keep it from like overheating uh, do they do they just mean like just point a fan at it? Yeah, like I'm not just I'm not keep going it cool. To do that. I'm just I will either wait Here's for what's gonna to happen. fix it or I won't buy a PS5. Here's what's because gonna I happen. Don't, if those telling, are the kind of things that irritate people, the fuck out of me. If they're telling people to just point a fan at it, I don't think that's gonna work because I don't know if you guys remember the intercoolers from the 360 days, uh, but the intercoolers actually did more fucking harm than good. Because what it was is just putting a fan on top of a fan, blowing against where the fan is going, so all of that heat is actually going right back in the console. <laughs> like I said, I think it only applied to, like, warmer areas where, like, it gets really hot during the summers, but they did say that, like, apparently the cooling system in the PlayStation 5 isn't optimal and it gets the internals get to really high temperatures, but it hasn't been anything that's, like, recall-worthy yet. That's just what I heard on the internet. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then they need to, like, they need to fix it. But that's... Well, that's, yeah, like, just that's the it's... kind of thing... That's the kind of thing that irritates the fuck out of me, though, because that... And, like, that sounds like one of those things that's so goddamn simple. Like I said... somebody somewhere fucked it up, and now it's somehow the consumer's problem. Oh, just point a fan at it fuck you point a fan at it who are you paying and how much are you paying them to not get this fucking right at launch like i like i said it's not really something that's like bricking ps5s and mass but it's something that somebody noticed about it so okay. i don't know okay i hear that it's like when microsoft releases a windows update that bricks people's computers and i'm like how fucking long have you guys been doing this seriously i i get that and i get that it's like maybe maybe you just don't want to bring it up because you're you're dreading the day where you have to deal with somebody coming in angry as fuck that their PlayStation Five is not a PlayStation Five anymore. It's uh, effectively a paperweight. But just because I don't it's deal like, with I don't deal with that. Geek Squad deals with that. All right. Well, there you go. You have even less to worry about. <laughs> yeah, Geek Squad. Um. My point being is just because they just because they're saying right now like oh yeah uh, people in the summer in warmer places uh, point a fan at it you know get on with it whatever how long until there's just something fucks up and it, some summer is far away but <laughs> the the playstations are just on in mass just fucking up. Because as it is right now, yeah, it's not, oh, it's not a big problem. What happens when, if it does, though, it is, is my thing. That's, that's uh, a lot of money. I'm pretty sure, well. Well, it's like Nintendo coming out fairly recently. If it's a defect, you can like, get it replaced. Hey, hey, here's a, just a reminder to everybody during quarantine times. Remember not to leave your Switch's battery discharged for long periods of time, or it won't hold a charge anymore. Okay, see you, bye. Oh yeah, I've got to make sure that I keep my Switch on its charger. Because <coughs> uh, I don't want that to happen. Which is just fucked. Which, like, to people like us, who have had, like, 
Game Boys and shit. That's like that's not like that's not news. It's still irritating that's a thing. You figure they work that out by now. Like how fucking doesn't it need to be off the charger for like a a sacrilegious amount of time though? Doesn't it need to be off the charger for like two years for that to happen. Uh, okay, so like older like Game Boys and shit like did. You need to like plug them in, charge them up, make sure they were good like every couple of years. But apparently, apparently the Switch does not. It's like a couple of couple of months. But that's that that therein lies the problem though. Like I said, to us, like we know that shit. Like you, if you leave your shit that has like rechargeable internal batteries discharged for long periods of time, then it's gonna wreck the battery and it's gonna be worthless. But to like the person that like plays like this shit casually, which a lot of people that bought the Switch do because they it was like kind of a fad, their shit's gonna get fucked. And that's not cool. Yeah, I don't uh, know, man. Like, yeah, yes and no, because I know I know plenty, plenty, sorry, of people who play their Switch casually, but they'll they'll just leave it like docked up, and that they'll they'll still use it to watch like Hulu or fucking whatever. But like when they, like I have a friend who literally they they like just play Animal Crossing on it, and I I think most people who even if there aren't not exactly like gamers are super technology savvy because I uh, the the person I'm speaking of I know certainly isn't like I, I think for most people they'll probably just leave it docked up which I, I'm sure might cause its own series of problems but yeah well it depends on whether or not it it, it that would only cause a problem if and I don't know if it does or not I haven't checked but that would only cause a problem if it's continually feeding power to it, or if it stops when it's like fully charged, and then the dock stops feeding power to it. Because a lot of a lot of things will have like that sort of like adaptive power, like power regulator, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, to make sure that doesn't happen. Because that's a that was a problem that like laptops would have, is that if you left your laptop plugged in constantly, then it would uh, it would wreck the battery because it was constantly getting power fed to it, and it's not supposed to do that. Right, right. But they have they Which have things now. We're can like, we, can we talk about that? Because that was a problem for way too fucking long. Oh yeah, like no. I, as, as I remember getting, I don't a, know if a it's laptop. still a problem. I don't know if it's still a problem, but I can confirm as like as uh, early, I guess, as twenty. 14, which is when I got the laptop I have now. Yes. Uh, that was yes, as early as 2014, because so. <laughs> I was just about to bring up the fact that I also got a laptop in that year. And it its battery eventually did just brick itself uh, because so, I expected so a, a gaming laptop to in the year of our Lord uh, fucking 2014 to, I don't know, be made uh, well. Well, there's, like, a, even, even like, today, like, fucking 2020, like, brand new gaming laptops, you look and they still have, like, a listed battery life of, like, two and a half, three hours, and I'm like, what the fuck? What in the actual goddamn? When are we gonna get some some, some decent fucking battery life on some of this shit? If any, like, if stop, any PC, stop innovating if any... the fucking screen. I don't give a shit how many K, like, what number you put before the K. Innovate the goddamn battery. 
Yeah, like uh, if it's a gaming, if it's a gaming, uh, if any laptop, if any, then and, and it's probably going to be a while. And I know they're not, but if anybody from any kind of gaming anywhere listens to this, nobody gives a shit about RGB. Stop putting RGB lights on fucking everything. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, I like my RGB lights. Like, like they're cool, but like I don't, I don't actually fucking care. If I wanted my computer to light up. I would take the Christmas lights that are on above me right now and just wrap it around my computer like a hundred times. I don't know what you're talking about. Also, the point I was going to get at was that uh, if you want longer battery life on a gaming laptop, you're probably that's probably never going to happen. It, just because of how much space the like processor and the video card take up in a lap in a gaming laptop. Well, then it doesn't really well, even have anything to do with the battery. Well, it's just there's not enough room can, to put a monster make... like i7 processor and a like a GeForce video card. But that's the thing though. There into would, a laptop and have it stay. Be. There would be, but they keep making they keep trying to make gaming laptops like thinner and slimmer. And they don't nobody's asking them to do that. I'm perfectly fine with like the fucking Not really. Big gaming laptops usually say Alienware. Yeah, that's a desktop, though. Uh, no, Alienware. That's Daniel different. That's what I'm talking about. Daniel no, Alienware's have about. laptops. Yeah, I know. Daniel's they're... what I'm talking about. The big boxy Alienware bitch. The fucking laptops that's like... It's like... Yeah, oh, but that's like legit. Yeah, that's, that's like legit. Yeah, but that's fine. That's what, that's what I want out of a gaming laptop. I want it to look yeah, like an but old if you fucking make... 90s fucking laptop. Because I, I assume... gaming laptops like that, then you'll have space for the fucking battery. I, I just, like, yesterday, I went and looked at the uh, fucking gaming laptops uh, available in, like, fucking, uh, at Walmart and fucking somewhere else. I don't remember, like, Office Depot or whatever. And they're all like, oh, it's new slim design. And I fucking went online to see what Dell had because I was thinking about getting one to replace the laptop I have because the laptop Ooh. I have is, like, eight years old. And I'm just browsing gaming laptops and every, like, all of it. Like, that's one of their fucking, like... Uh, marketing pitches. It's like, look how slim and streamlined it is. And it, I didn't, I didn't ask for it to be that way. Like, it's cool, it's ergonomic, it looks neat, it looks modern, but motherfucker, make it bigger if it means I can have more battery life. <laughs> you know, you know my, I've got one of those Asus uh, ROGs from like yeah. two years ago, and it's got about. Uh, it's got like three or four hours on unplugged. Um, assuming you're not like playing anything, but if you're playing anything and you try to play it on unplugged, uh, like the frame rate drops to like half of what it was, just because it can't, just can't run. You need, you need more. You need Tim Allen and this bitch getting you more power. <laughs> If you want to run, if you want to run Quake, I can run Quake oh, too oh, so oh, fast. Jesus Christ! Settle down. But that's old Quake. I can't run new Quake so fast. I can't run new Quake at all. Can you run Crisis? I definitely can't run Crisis. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I I miss I miss the days when Crisis was just like melting people's PCs. Well, aren't they I don't feel like no, no yeah. Then you're, yeah. you're nostalgic for right now. Yeah, but it runs on the it... Switch, so like, who gives a shit? Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. 
That I don't take that to mean anything because the fucking the fucking switch is the weirdest goddamn thing because I I read an entire fucking article about when they brought Doom to the Switch and the people that brought Doom to the Switch and like basically sat down in the interview and was like, "Yeah, uh all known laws of the universe state that what we have done here should be a physical fucking impossibility, but here we are." <laughs> there is it should be impossible I, I heard similar, for Doom yeah. to be on the Switch, but somehow it has been done, and that, and when they did that, everyone was like, "Well, I guess the sky's the fucking limit." <laughs> I remember yeah, hearing that. It um, is so weird. It, before, before you guys audibly throw up in your mouths, I remember hearing something similar about Sonic Boom. So apparently, like the version of Crisis, like the engine that they run Sonic Boom on, just should not work on a Wii U, and like. That's actually, so they got, actually true. Yeah, they got the... They got... It was supposed to be releasing for, like, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 and stuff. But they got the engine, and they went to the guy, and then Sega said, this has to be on Wii U now. We're partnered with Wii U. And they were like, what? And so they went to Crytek, and were like, we need to get this version of Crisis running on the Wii U. And they were like, you're not going to be able to do that. And apparently they modified the engine to... And, like, it's a miracle that game boots up. Well, that's true for more <laughs> than one reason. When, you get, when yeah. did you get this version of Crisis running on the Wii U? There's no way that engine is going to run on the Wii U. And then they called John Carmack and said, Hey. <laughs> hey, kids. We need, you to, make an, we need you to make a game engine... <laughs> we need you to make a game engine do something that it's not supposed to do. So the Kingpin... Uh, I really gotta interview... <laughs> yeah, that's right. We were talking about. All right. <laughs> right. So the Kingpin, uh, when they were making the original Punisher game, the Kingpin is the final boss at the end, right? Yeah. Of uh, the Punisher arcade game by Capcom, but they wanted him to be like this giant screen-filling just chunk of a person, like Apocalypse. Not. I think I said it was in Children of the Atom. Uh, no, it was in. Uh, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, that apocalypse showed up. Like, that's what they wanted him to be. <laughs> oh my god! And, that would have been incredible. And the they went to uh, they went to uh, Marvel, rather, and they were like, you can't, you can't draw the Kingpin like that. He's never looked like that, ever. And they were like, no, he totally has in some of the comics. And they were like, bring, me, bring us the comics that he's looked like that in. And they couldn't find any, so they had to shrink him down to a normal human size. But... Apparently the same thing happened with um, with Into the Spider-Verse, where they're like, you can't draw the Kingpin as just this like giant brick wall of a human bre- of a human being. He's never looked like that in the comics. But they actually found the comic book like references where he was just this ginormous, like 18 foot tall square of a human being. Yeah, because he definitely <laughs> and so, has showed up in the comics pre-Spider-Verse. No, he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pre-Spider-Verse. Yeah. Looking just like a built, just like a brick shit house. In fact, that's mm-hmm. the only way I know the Kingpin. You can find him in the animated, there... like Spider-Man cartoons there... and shit. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Is there a mod but for our... Resident Evil Two to turn uh, uh, Mr. X, X into Kingpin? Because if there's not, I want that. Get on it, boy. There aren't a whole like lot of huge mods for RE2. 
Right, yeah, well, that's no, one it's that mostly needs foreign. to happen. You could if, put him in a sling bikini and a ba banana hammock. Like Alright, so if anybody foreign. happens to be listening to this that is a uh, good modder that does mods for Resident Evil 2, uh, do both of those things that we just said at the same time. <laughs> well, the, the, the Mr... Oh, no, 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 I see. You want a mod... <laughs> That takes Mr. X and makes him Kingpin, and then you want the Mr. X mod to also be applied to Kingpin. Is that what I have correct? <laughs> no, almost. I want I want a mod that turns Mr. X into Kingpin, but also in like a sling bikini. So what I said, but you said it, so now it's correct. Got it. Well, I didn't follow what you said, if I'm being honest. My point being, Mr. I almost said Mr. Kingpin. <laughs> no, you know what? Yeah, Mr. Kingpin belongs in the Borat suit. All right, I said it. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I'm getting at. Make it so. Mr. Do you want to get like Vincent D'Onofrio in? Or do you just want Kingpin to be drawn from now on as in a banana hammock? <laughs> Riker, make it so. Uh, surprise Mr. me. Mr. Data, <laughs> suck my cock. Speaking of apocalypse, uh, since last we spoke, I have seen X-Men Apocalypse. That movie fucking sucks. <laughs> so bad. Uh, I heard a lot of mixed... It's uh... just the worst. Okay. No, there's no mixed. Okay. There's no mixed. That movie's <laughs> terrible. No, that's fine. I have, I'm not defending it. I haven't seen it. I'm just saying I heard a lot of mixed stuff about it. So did I, and I watched it because I was like, if it's mixed, then I can probably handle it. And I like Apocalypse. I think he's a cool dude. And um, Oscar Isaac is playing Apocalypse, so that should be enjoyable. It wasn't. It is not a good movie. And it's like two and a half hours long. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So it's kind of incredible. I was having a bad time. The bad time. I was having a bad time for like. Mm -hmm. I was so hype at the end of uh, Days of Future Past 2 when they had Apocalypse building the pyramids and all the dudes were chanting his name. I was like, oh shit, fucking Apocalypse is coming, and then I saw it, and then it was bad. I just feel like most of those X-Men movies are not good. Like, I haven't seen the original three since I was a kid, and... I mean, the original three were made movie... during a different time. No, 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 um, for sure, for sure, for sure, I get, I understand that. So, yeah, they kinda, they're kind of weird, they hold up different, I, I watched all of them over the past, like, they, two they weeks ago or something. They probably hold up in a unique, like, nostalgic charm. Um, yeah, they've they've got their charm. But those those um, movies that they're making now, it's just who who were those for? Uh, I liked um, First Class and uh, and I just said the name of it and I already forgot it. Um, you liked First Class and Days of Future Past. Yeah, First Class is all right. Uh, uh, ooh, okay. Um, sure. Days of Future Past was pretty good too. Like yeah, Days of Future Past is fine. I just I I, I don't know. I first just, class is all right. I like first class. 
I just felt like that I have movie no was... stake in this matter. I felt yeah, like... Jacob doesn't watch movies, so he doesn't get to talk now. First... I feel like First Class is just largely unfocused. And also, look, I know that this is just a problem with X-Men because they have guys <laughs> And if who just... anybody knows unfocused, it's Danny. It's Trust me, it's me. <laughs> but I, I, I get this is a problem with just X-Men as a whole, at least for me. But the fucking, the, the like, flying squirrel guy in that movie where he's, like, flying over the fucking, like, beach on, like, the Gulf of Mexico during, like, the, the Cuban Missile Crisis or whatever... Like what? Are you for fucking real? Yes, he's an X Man. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, again, like I like that. you said, if you don't like that, then you're just not gonna like X Men. I don't. I don't know, man. It was. It was more so just. I don't know. I don't know what it was about. Um first class and it, it probably is just that I don't like X-Men because I mean thinking of, thinking of it I can't think of that many like stories from the like the actual books or any one character that I have uh, a love and appreciation for past Deadpool and he's not even an official X-Man I mean he is but he's not that's the, that's his whole shtick but he's not I don't know I like the X-Men they're cool they're Storm. Cool. I I have a, Wolverine. My my point being uh is I'm Nightcrawler. Fucking stupid. So everything I say is irrelevant. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Uh but whatever the case, uh don't watch X-Men Apocalypse because it is bad and somehow Dark Phoenix is supposed to be even worse. I don't get that. Um, yeah, I have heard, like, no mix, I heard Dark Phoenix was abysmal, it is like the worst fucking thing that, that they have New Mutants also, apparently, was like, a terrible. I didn't even bother, because I was gonna give... <clears throat> I didn't even know that happened. That happened, like, a, a while ago. It's been, like, a year, I think. Right. It was right. It was still when movies were a thing in movie theaters. <laughs> Those were the days. No, honestly, no, they weren't. I'm so glad. Like, I miss movie theaters, but I'm so glad they're gone. All right, they're filthy. They're fucking disgusting. Then you don't miss movie theaters at, at all, okay? At all. Because let me tell you the scenario. Every fucking time, it's a movie I want to see, and then I have to deal with. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch and their ugly fucking troglodytes, alright? They, two idiots fucked in the 90s, and now they're making it my problem just because I want to see a horror movie. Alright, I have to listen to them open their fucking snacks and shit, which they snuck into the theater, and they're going to leave their trash there, so somebody at the end of the night is getting in fucking trouble. And I have to hear them be overly fucking loud or go like, oh wow, it's something that's super fucking obvious. Movie theaters are a terrible place. Please open them back up. I want to get coronavirus. Well, if you want to get coronavirus... I was going to say that I miss movie theaters, like, so fucking much. I, I but then just, Danny went off, so I'm just going to be quiet now. No, you can have... 
I've never had a problem with people talking in a movie theater. Shut the fuck up. I don't care. It's just I don't care for the movie theater experience. It's not that I've had nothing well, anytime, but bad ones. Like, the, the few times that there's been a movie that I actually wanted to see, and not only that I actually wanted to see, but wanted to see so badly that I went, went to, to a movie, a movie theater, theater to see it. I've 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 always gone like when it was about to leave theaters because no one's fucking there anymore. Do you did I ever tell you the story about how I That's saw? That's the um, secret. It's just me and like three other people in the theater, and we're all there for the same thing, so we're not going to be bothering each other. Well, that's the problem is I, uh, I'll try to do that too, but I, I think I just have the literal luck of the Irish because any time that would happen, I just get fucked. The only time I've ever had a problem in a movie theater was I went and saw um, Pacific Rim at the Paris movie theater and I got there like 20 minutes early and I sat down I was watching the previews and it was just me in the theater so I was like sat right in the middle and then right before the movie came on um, like three or four like elementary school kids came and sat behind me and realizing that they were the only ones in the theater with just one other person they started throwing popcorn at the back of my head and giggling. Oh. But everything turned out all everything turned out all right though because uh, I tattled on them. I told on them and they got thrown out of the movie theater and I got to watch all of Pacific Rim on my own in this giant theater and it was awesome. Yeah, that does I sound am pretty so fucking So proud of you. And there there are situations like that that do happen where annoyance turns into turns into convenience. At the movie theaters, I'm not gonna say that movie theaters are exclusively I mean, uh, a hellish wasteland uh, where fun goes to die. Even though, for the most part, I think that's true. Um, I just miss them, man. <laughs> it, it, I want to go see a movie so goddamn badly. I I miss them for the fact of the the sense of community, but in the actual sense of it's a place like oh I I want to go to the movie theater. No, I don't. I, I want to go do something with my friends and going to a movie theater with my f going to a movie theater with your friends is the most banging experience because you just you just don't give a shit so not in the thing. sense I've never not in the sense of going to the movie I guess I also just want friends. movies to be released now because every movie that I've been excited for has been delayed like two years now so I've just I guess, been, I've just I been doing like the enough, average um, like... Black Widow like, No I Time guess, to Die just I just like want to see those goddamn movies the average movie theater, like, the average movie theater experience has made zero sense to me for a very long time. Now, like, there's movie theaters like the one that, Josh, we went to to see the fucking Dragon Ball Z movie. My, James and my brother were there. Those movie theaters are mm -hmm. fucking banging. Those ones are cool. I mean, that's, but, like, like basically average... what every movie theater in Nashville is. And I was just going to say, I like that. My favorite movie theater is that little one um, in Murray. What is it called? Like, the... Cherry? Oh, you know what? The okay, I yeah, I, I have I have an addendum. that like super retro looking one. I have yeah, an addendum to to post yeah the cherry to my, to my diatribe. Um, if it's like a if it's like a small like local movie theater, please go out and support that because that those are the theaters that actually like truly matter. Like, theaters where it's not just like, oh, come see Avengers 12, it's going to be the same, but Robert Downey Jr.'s back. Um, hey, man, Avengers Endgame is really good. Aven Avengers Endgame was more of Avengers, which was good, because I like the Avengers, but it, I, I don't know. I, I, 
It's good. I have like a whole separate thing with those Marvel movies uh, that I won't get into right now because it's basically just a, a worse version of what Martin Scorsese said. But <laughs> I, I no, they're all the same, but they're good. Support. I local, like them. Support your local. Movies. And Martin Scorsese is right because, uh, but I like them. Often, at least, this has been my experience with like local movie theaters. They have like themed nights. And they'll, they'll do, like, events where they'll play, like, older movies, like Jaws and stuff like that. Go, go experience that. Especially if you've never seen those movies. Go with your friends. Uh, go with your f family when you can, when, when everything is not danger. Those, those are the movie theaters again. I want to stay around. Like, local stuff. Big, like, multiplex cinemas, fucking IMAX. I think those all should go away forever and never come back. I don't. I am opposite spectrum. I fucking love those multiplex IMAX theaters with, like, restaurants and shit on them. That shit is banging. It like, is pretty rad. Like, yeah, support your local theater, but, like, holy shit, those fucking theaters I, are fucking awesome. I have, like, three of those that I can select to go to whenever I want to go to a movie. They are the coolest. I don't know. It's, I just it's pretty like rad. I at first I was, at first I was, I first I kind of thumbed my nose at them, but they are, they are pretty cool. I just, I, I guess we've just had to, uh, when it comes to movie theaters, we've, we've had to. I remember I went to one of those in, like, Pittsburgh. That shit, it had House of the Dead 2 in it, like, because I had an arcade. Yep. Man, yep. those theaters are great. No. Yep. Man, yeah, I like those theaters. <laughs> Maybe it's just the Midwest. I think that's actually just the problem. Probably. Yeah, you just might live in a place that sucks. <laughs> the more, the more I... All the right. more we discuss, talk so to you, the more it comes to said, <laughs> come to light that you just live in a place I that sucks. New, I got a new dry diatribe. Um, if you live in the Midwest, contact me. Uh, I will give you a free twenty-two round. <laughs> you know. Yeah, what if you live in the Midwest, <laughs> it's impossible to be happy in the Midwest. I don't care what John Mellencamp says. <laughs> yeah, I lived in that I same just... small town, John Mellencamp. It sucks, but we had ice cream at a Baskin Robbins. That was pretty rad. Jacob, did I ever tell you the story about that tiny little theater I went to to uh, see Blade Runner twenty forty nine? I think you might have, but like, re refresh my memory. Okay. So I'm going to start this off by saying that I am convinced that this theater that I went to, I am convinced that it was a repurposed porno theater. Okay. okay. So for some reason, I wanted to see Blade Runner 2049 on opening night, as one does. But the only theater that was having a midnight showing of it was... Do you even remember where it was, Jacob? It was in, like... It was in... But fuck nowhere, Tennessee. And right. so I was like, all right, I'm going to go to this midnight showing of Blade Runner 2049. And then I'm going to head over to Jacob's place after that, and we're going to hang out. So I went to but fuck nowhere, Tennessee. I wonder if it's still on my Fandango. Hold up. While I'm telling this story, I'm going to see if I still have that on my own Fandango account. Do you have an Android phone? Uh, yep. Have you had the same Android phone from when you went to see 2049? Uh, nope. Uh, well, it might be tied to your so account. 
Um, yeah, if you've got I, I, location I, I, on, then that shit tracks everywhere you go. Yeah, it sure does. It doesn't really. I already. Knew, it doesn't really matter. I already Hold knew up. that, but I had a grim reminder of that today when I went to see if a gas station was open this morning, uh, and it was like, "Oh, you were there like four years ago. You should know." <laughs> not, not only, not only does that shit track where you go all the time if you have location turned on, but if you happen to be somewhere and you take a picture. Then it tracks where the picture was taken, and yeah. you can view pictures that you've taken in certain areas on Google Maps. Oh, the future's scary. Okay, so <laughs> while I'm looking at that, for that, for the exact location of this movie theater, but anyways, I get there, and it's, it's a, it's, there's two theaters. That's it, there's two screens. And they're both down these dark hallways. And in between both of them, you go in through the doors, and it's completely, like, windowless. It's just windowless brick building outside of a Walmart. And there are antique dolls on display all over the place. Like, right outside the concession stand. Uh... Okay. And did you, did you, and you go in and it's to fucking are you afraid of the dark? I might have um but and the theaters like the screens it wasn't like a giant like it was the it was a tiny little porn theater room was what it was. It was no bigger than like Jacob's apartment. The, the screen theater? no bigger than like Yeah. Yeah, no. I could, okay. I don't you, it definitely was. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, that's where I saw Blade Runner 2049, surrounded by antique dolls, and Blade Runner 2049 was a blast, and I had a great time, and the popcorn was great. I feel like you and... have, that's like the best possible scenario of seeing Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> I don't know about that. Blade Runner 2049 is a pretty good movie. I feel like if you no, tried I, to go I'm back sorry, to I'm sorry, I wasn't theater, trying to say that it you... was a bad movie. I just feel like you got the best possible theater experience for it. I, yeah, no, it well, was a very the weird thing, theater though. experience, and then I, I watched Blade Runner 2049 and had a great time, so I left happy. I, deep down in my soul, I I have just just inkling that if you tried to go back to that theater, all you would find is like an empty field. Josh, you may have encountered an SCP. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that, but <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. You got SCP all over your shoes, and then you came into my apartment. I think you might have still been living with your parents when this happened. Oh, problem solved. I don't know. When did Blade Runner? When did Blade Runner? When did Blade Runner twenty forty nine come out? It was a couple years ago. I want to say like twenty seventeen sometime. It's a shame that that movie didn't get make any money, because it is a really lived, good movie. I think but I now, in my first apartment. It makes me even more upset that it made like no money, because fucking Danny Villeneuve, or however the fuck you pronounce his name, wanted Dennis Villeneuve. Yes, Dennis Villeneuve. Exactly. Um, he wanted. Harrison Ford's inclusion to be a, a complete and total uh, secret, which I guess spoilers, by the way. Fuck you if you haven't seen Blade Runner, I guess. Um, 
He wanted his his inclusion to be a complete and total secret, which would have made the movie so much more impactful when he shows up. But the Sony or whoever the fuck Fox was just like, no, no one's gonna, no one's. Gonna well, we've got it. Yeah, Harrison Ford has to have top billing. Yeah, it was uh, October sixth, uh, twenty seventeen. Okay, then I I should have been in my first apartment. Maybe no. you were. No. Maybe I remembered it wrong. Oh well. Dennis is directing that Dune movie that I want to see now, though. So, all's well that ends well. Is that uh that's that's the original script that they're trying to do, right? What do you mean? Well, uh, Hodorowski uh, tried to to make a uh, Dune movie. And- yeah, no, that that thing's dead. It's it's this is Denny Denny Vanivy's Dune. He wrote a new script for it. Well, that's fine. I, I not I, not like... Jodorowsky. That thing, that thing's dead. Well, that, that's fine because I I quite like what uh D- what Denis Villeneuve um Denny Vanivy. Uh, uh, Denny Venezuela. The Denny Spaghetti Bowl uh, makes good movies. <laughs> Denny Venny Spaghetti. <laughs> he does. Like I like I said, like four times in a row. Blade Runner twenty forty nine is a very good movie. What uh, what what else does he have his name on? Because I know I know him from somewhere else. Ah, uh, did he do Arrival or was that somebody else? I think he did do Arrival, but I haven't. I haven't seen. Arrival. I haven't seen Arrival. Yeah, but I've heard it's really good. Uh, I remember that there was a big marketing. Yeah, Denny Villeneuve. For the longest time, it had uh, absolutely no negative reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, like whatsoever. Yeah, I've heard it's really good, and I really want to see it. But every time, like I, every time I sit down to watch movies and I see it on my Amazon Prime, like. You uh, should watch this just, next. I'm like, I'm going to watch something else. I didn't watch, sit down to watch Arrival tonight. I'll just watch uh, the, the same 36 movies that I've seen already. Thanks. Cheers. Yeah. Play it safe. I will watch Ant-Man again. <laughs> I just... You, that made me remember uh, the year that Ant-Man and the Wasp came out. Uh, and... Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd took his daughter out for trick-or-treating and she was dressed up as the Wasp uh, and he was dressed up as fucking Weird Al. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Rudd's a treasure. I love him. I'm so glad he got money from being in those movies. In the Marvel movies? Or just in general? Yes. (laughs) Just any film? The Marvel movies. He deserves money. (laughs) Like, like, he got that Marvel money. You know what? He was fucking... Paul Rudd was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall once. Cinema masterpiece. (laughs) (laughs) Give him all the gold. The Grammys, the Oscars, whatever. Are we we rapping on that? He played Kunu. He did play Kunu. He slapped at the bass. No, that was that wasn't Kunu. He wasn't Slap at the Base. Slap at the Base was um Fuck, what was Slap at the Base from? It was uh I Love You Man was Slap at the Base. Yeah. 
I I got I got a, a good Paul Rudd line to end on. It's it's Kunu. Josh. Oh, the weather outside is weather. weather. <laughs> That's a good one. No, uh, Josh, you look uh, you look like you got some pain behind those eyes. You know what helps with pain? What surfing? Weed. You got any? Weed. You got any? No. Shame. I don't know. Well, go, let's go surfing. Yeah, let's go surfing. <laughs> go. Yeah, you know what? As much as I was just sitting on that movie, go watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> Sarah Marshall. Subscribe to Paul Rudd's OnlyFans. I would. Right now. Do it. I would. I have. <laughs> I just Link like to imagine Paul Rudd's to Paul OnlyFans. Rudd's OnlyFans. <laughs> OnlyFans. Or, or OnlyFans equivalent. Paul Rudd's OnlyFans is just him, like, half in, half out of the Ant-Man suit, just like eating Captain Crunch while staring directly at the camera. Roll. Rolling for probability of a Paul Rudd OnlyFans. Nat 20. You got a 10. God damn it. <laughs> there is no justice <laughs> in this world. Uh, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. You can find us on YouTube at Practical Nonsense or wherever you get your podcasts at Practical Nonsense. And we hope that everyone had a great Thanksgiving because this will come out after Thanksgiving. So we hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving and face forward. Do not look back because the end of the year is in sight and maybe God willing, whatever one you believe in, if all the planets align, even the ones that we haven't discovered yet, we can get out of this fucking mess. So cross your fingers, knees and toes, knees and toes. Oh, uh, to answer your question, because I'm sure everyone uh, at home was wondering, I was throwing crayons at my mic that whole time. Thanks. Appreciate it. Do you just have like one of the sixty-four boxes with the sharpener in it, or like what? What's up? What's up with it? All right, solid. See you guys next time. Right, okay, you bye. Tell me, you tell me. Does it sound like I have the sixty-four pack? Hold on. How many? How much it more you want of these? It sounds like you're asking to get kicked out of the podcast. <laughs> I hope you weren't listening to this in your car. <laughs> okay, goodbye.